life isn't just one story, it's multiple stories. I will share authentically and bravely my stories in hopes to inspire you to live a creative, purposeful, meaningful, and happy life. So we had the most incredible weekend. My husband and I, we went over to Illinois where my son and his baseball team, they were playing in their regional tournament. And it was so much fun. My husband and I got to go eat and hang out and we stayed all night. And then we got to go to the baseball, which was so much fun. And the coolest part about the whole trip was they won their regional tournament. And so that means next weekend they advanced in the tournament. And so that's going to be exciting. It's back in Illinois. And it was just so much fun. We had the greatest time. And then today, today's Monday, and today officially kicks off summer break. My girls, they finished their first year of homeschool. They're now on summer break. And so we spent our first day at the pool at my sister's house. And so that was a lot of fun. I even took some podcast notes for this episode while I was sitting by the pool. So how cool is that? I love what I do. I love doing this podcast. I love homeschooling my girls. I just, I don't know. I feel so blessed and I feel like... I just have such a great life, and I'm so thankful for that. But as good as things are for me, I want to be honest about everything. And I've had some things come up where I've been worrying a lot lately. And so when I was trying to come up with an episode for today and a topic, I was thinking, okay, what can I talk about? And so I kind of just reflected on what I'm going through and how I keep worrying about little things. And some of it are legitimate things to worry about, I guess you could say. And then some things are just silly, manufactured thoughts and ideas that I just like to worry about. But it just seems like a vicious cycle. I'll be worrying about something, and then that may get resolved or fizzle out and turn out to be nothing. And then there's something else that I decide to worry about. And it just keeps going and going and going. And it seems like it's one thing after another that I keep worrying about. And I really feel like I'm being attacked. I feel like I'm going through a season. And, you know, sometimes things are great. Things are good. And then all of a sudden you just keep getting hit with things like bam, bam, bam. And you think, oh my gosh, is there going to be anything else? Can anybody else relate to what I'm talking about? I'm sure if you're a mom, you can definitely relate, right? When you have your kids, there's always something to worry about. I used to think that, you know, when I was pregnant, especially with my first son, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for him to be born just so I know he's safe and I won't have to worry anymore and I'll know that he's born and he's healthy, you know, because you worry about miscarriages and deformities and things like that. So I just wanted him to be born so that I knew he was fine and safe. But little did I know that was just the beginning. Once he's born, there's all kinds of things to worry about. And now that he's 21 and he's in college and he's playing baseball, there's still things that I worry about. And now maybe I shouldn't worry about them, but I'm his mom and I will always worry about them. And it's not just him, it's for all of my kids. But what I've noticed about worrying is it's usually about things or something that I cannot control. And that's so frustrating because I like to control things. I like to be in control and dictate how things turn out. But when there's something that I'm worried about, I have no control over that and that drives me crazy. And the thing is, if you can't control the outcome then worrying about it is completely useless, right? It's pointless. It won't change a thing. So what is the point in worrying? And have you ever noticed when you worry about something, how that makes you feel? I mean, physically, how does that make you feel? Because I can feel this like pit in my stomach when I'm worried. And it might last for hours. It might last for days. It's just something that you feel and notice. It's there. It's nagging at you. It's bugging. 
but it affects you physically. And I've seen people physically sick and ill from worrying. It affects their health and it's, it's terrible. Worrying is a terrible thing. It can also make you moody. It might affect some of your relationships. I know at times when I've been worried and the girls may ask me a question, I snap at them because I have something else on my mind and I'm worried and I'm stressed. And so I snap at them and that's not fair. It might affect your work performance. It might affect your concentration. And I know sometimes when I'm worried, I just shut down. I can't think. I don't want to be bothered. I just want to go to my room. Somebody shut me in my room, please, <laughs> you know? So it's just one of those things. It's not good. It affects you physically. And it can't be healthy for you. So here's what I thought. Instead of worrying about something you can't control, because we know that worrying, it doesn't change the outcome, what if we could think about things that we can control? What if we could think about things that we do have going for us? What if we could think about how things could be worse? You know, it's all about perspective. And we could think about who does have control over the situation. So let's just back up to the point where I said, think about things you can control. So in a situation, let's just say you lost your job. That's something that you can't control. You can't do anything about it. You lost your job. But what can you control in that situation? Maybe you could start by going to look for a new job, apply to some places, put in your resume, start talking to people, networking, try to take action, try to do something about it. Another thing you could do is you could get out a piece of paper and a pencil and you could start journaling. You know, I've noticed with coaching, people always benefit from hearing themselves talk. If I can just get them to open up and ask some good questions and get them talking, a lot of times they can find peace from the things that they've said or they might find a solution, or they might find an action step along the way. So it's really cool when people start putting words out and start talking and they can hear their own voice, they start coming up with things. And journaling is very similar. If you could just start writing on a piece of paper, you may find some answers. And so that would be very beneficial if you're worried about something. Another huge thing that I like to do is pray. Give it to God. Take it to God. Ask Him for help. Pray to Him. That's huge. The other thing that I mentioned was think about the things that you do have going for you. Instead of dwelling on how things are so horrible and how they might turn out, think about what you do have, what is good, what you have going for you, how you have been blessed, how God has always provided in the past. Maybe you're smart, maybe you're talented, and you'll have no problem getting another job. So try to stay positive. Another thing that I mentioned was think about how things could be worse. It's about perspective. I think about that all of the time, especially lately when I've been worried. I thought, you know what? My family is fine. They're healthy. Nobody is dying. So whatever I'm dealing with and whatever could be the worst case possible outcome, it's not as bad as what some people are going through. I don't have my child sick in the hospital. My husband and I, our relationship is great. Our kids are good. Things are fine. Everybody's happy and healthy. So really, the things that I'm worried about, when I put them in perspective, they're not so bad. And sometimes I think we just need that reality check. And that can be very helpful and very beneficial. And the last thing that I mentioned was, think about who is in control. And that is God. God knows our beginning from our end. He already has a plan. He knows what's best for us. He wants the best for us. And so when we can let it go and trust him, then we'll be able to find peace with the situation. 
when we know God has his hand in on it and he's working, he's working on something. We may not see the end result yet, but we know he's at work, especially if you're a believer and believe that with all your heart, that he has a plan for you and it will be fine. You have to trust him. There was a time when my daughter was born and a week later, my husband got laid off at his job and it was back in 2009, right after the recession in 2008 and he was in the building industry. So Anyways, they let him go, and we were devastated. It was just horrible, horrible timing. She was a week old, and he called me on his way home, and we were just like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? But what we figured out, we didn't feel it in the beginning or in the moment that it happened, but what we could eventually see was that God was working on something. He had something better planned for us, and we just had to trust that plan, and it all worked out. So you just have to trust God, give it to him, pray to him. Because worrying, it's not going to change a thing. But praying will. Praying can change everything. Ask God for help. Another story for you. Something recently, actually today, I was praying to God. My son, his car stopped working while we were out of town. So we're out of town. He calls. His car's not working. And I thought, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You know, so we called the tow truck, had it towed in. They were able to look at it today. And so they couldn't get it to start. So they were messaging my husband and we were just all like, oh gosh, what's it going to be? And my son's worried that he's going to lose his car because it has quite a few miles on it. And, you know, he really loves that car. So I was praying to God, you know, God, please just let it be something simple, something minor. You know, if it's a few hundred dollars, whatever, thousand dollars, whatever, it will be fine. You know, let's just get it fixed so he can have his car back. Well, we got the call that it's the engine and it's not going to be a thousand dollars, couple hundred dollars. It's going to be twelve thousand dollars to have the engine replaced. It's not going to be worth it for that car. And so that is not what I prayed for. That is not what I was asking God for. But because I have faith, I'm trusting God. You know, he did answer my prayer and he said, no, that's not going to be the plan for you guys today. This is what's going to happen. And I don't like it. It's not what I wanted to hear, but it doesn't mean I'm losing faith in God. I just know there's something else. You know, that wasn't what was meant to be. I don't know the plan. I don't know why. I don't understand it. I'm not trying to understand it. But God has never let me down in the past. And so I know that whatever we're going through, whatever we need to figure out for a new car, God always comes through. He will work it out. And I have to trust that. The thing is with God, we can pray for all these things. And I've prayed for things before. And his answer has been no. Because I love what my pastor says. He said that God answers every prayer. It's either yes, no, or not yet. And so it doesn't mean that God didn't answer my prayer. He just said no, and he must have a reason for it. Just like you as a parent, when you tell your kids no, you have a reason, right? So I don't know what God's thinking. I don't know his plan, but he does, and I trust that. And I think that having that prayer life with him and going to him when something's wrong, it just increases and develops my relationship with God. So I don't feel like that it's useless. I feel like it's a good thing. When there's something I'm dealing with and I go to God, it just builds our relationship. It makes it stronger. And sometimes I think that's what God's waiting for us. He's waiting for us to reach out to him and to lean on him in difficult situations. So anyways, I want you to think about all the energy that you wasted over time worrying about things. Things that you have no control over. Think about that. I know for me, it's way too much. I really don't want to think about it. And if you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about. So... This is going to lead me to the powerful, thought-provoking question that I ask on every episode. And so the question I want to ask you guys is this. How can you turn worrying 
into something productive. How can you take all that time and energy and redirect it? I'm pretty certain that worrying, it's always going to be around. It will always be here. So the only thing that you can do is learn to deal with it. Learn to manage it. So just recapping the points that I listed before were, think about what you can control. Think about what you do have going for you. Keep it in perspective. And remember that God is in control. Because here's the thing, if you're waiting for things to be perfect so that you can be happy and live your life, you're going to be waiting for a long, long time. Especially since we know that probably worrying here on earth, it's not going anywhere. You're always going to have something to worry about, unfortunately. You're always going to be waiting for somebody to straighten up so that you can be happy. Or you're going to be waiting for something to be fixed so that you can have your happiness. Or you're going to be thinking, if I didn't have that problem, then I could be happy. Or if this was better, then I would just have the best life. I would be happy. Or if I didn't have to worry about that, then I would be happy. But guess what? It's only in heaven that things are going to be perfect. I think we're stuck with problems and issues and obstacles and chaos here on earth. That's just life, unfortunately. And that means it's going to be sticking around for a while. So you can either be a victim to worrying, you can make yourself sick, and you can spend all that time and energy, and it won't change a thing. Or you can learn to deal with it and manage it and try to turn it into something productive. Maybe you could let God help you. And did you know that with all of the worrying and all the things that we have to deal with here on earth, that you can still have peace? And the reason I know that is because Philippians 4, 7 says that. It says, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That means you can have peace that's beyond understanding. And that's what I was going to say, that I have found that even when things are crazy and I'm worried about things, I can still find peace. And sometimes I don't even understand it. How can I still have peace when, you know, I have this going on? But that's just the peace of God. That's something you can't understand. It's so cool. It's hard to explain, but if you know, you know. And so I guess my final point here is if you worry a lot, you're not alone because I worry too. Even though I have a great life, there's always something to worry about. It's either my kids or my dogs or right now a car, you know, little things, little silly things. And I know that things could be worse, but I still don't like feeling that way. I don't like the feeling that is attached to worrying. So I want to try to manage it. I want to try to work on it. I want to try to keep perspective. I want to try to give it to God. I want to try to pay attention to the things that I do have going for me. And I want to focus on the things that I can control. And I would encourage you guys to do the same thing. So I hope if you do worry like I do, that this episode will be helpful for you, that you'll find some tips that maybe you can apply in your own life so that you can worry less and feel better and have that peace of God that passes all understanding. It's just such a cool thing. And so I just want to thank you guys for listening. I hope you have an incredible week. And, you know, I want to put this out there, too. I haven't really done this before, but if you have something that you would like me to pray for you for, I would be happy to do that. Just send me a message. Let me know what you need prayer for. You don't even have to be specific, but I would be happy to pray for you if you need it. So I just, again, want to thank you guys for listening. You guys mean the world to me. Thank you so much. Have a great week. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Hey, I have a great opportunity for you. I just so happen to have a few open coaching spots for new clients. If you are looking for something more or for something different, I would love to help you get there. 
I believe you are more than capable with a coach like me to support you and to hold you accountable. Go to crystalstidham.com and send me a message. Let's connect. There's no obligation to sign up. It's just a free chat to get to know each other a little better and to see if we are a good match. It's crystalstidham.com. I look forward to talking to you soon.